Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. In today's episode, we have a question sent in about those glorious glutes, the gluteus maximus. So we talk about that, how to build a bigger butt, all that good stuff. Uh, And that question came from the Instagram story, which if you've listened to the episode a few times, you now know that is the place where you submit questions to be answered on the show. So if you have any sort of question like, hey, how do I get a bigger butt? Hey, how do I lose more body fat? Hey, what supplements should I take? Whatever the freaking heck it is. You can ask those questions on my Instagram story when I post the question box a couple times a week. That Instagram handle, my Instagram handle, is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. So pause the episode right now, give me a follow on Instagram, and then keep an eye on that story so you can see when to submit your questions for the show. Uh, That's all I have for you guys. Other than that, enjoy this uh, Glorious Glute episode. Today's question comes from Laura. How do I get a Kardashian butt? Woof. I don't know why you'd want a Kardashian butt. Simple answer to that. Implants. That's how you get a Kardashian butt. Guys, it's so easy to tell when girls have implants. Anybody, it's easy to tell when girls have implants. If there is no, if there is a distinct line from hamstring to butt, the bottom of the butt going straight out and it's massive and it doesn't sag or anything like that, most likely, I mean 99% of the time, implants. Usually when it's natural is when you have a little bit of that curve uh, that, that slight curve from the hamstring to the bottom of the butt. So, Laura, your answer to that is uh, implants. That is how you're going to get a Kardashian butt. Uh, if you want to look at a proportion and and weird. Uh, if not, I've got a better answer for you. So, what we're going to do is go through the glutes and explain a few different factors. Uh, I think I have a, in my head a total of one, two, three, five, I think. So we'll see if I make it through all those. We have some factors. I have some factors that we're going to go through that come into play when trying to build your glutes. So actually, it's four factors, I think, in one one point. But anyway, um, first things first, we got to understand what we're working when it comes to our glutes. So there are three glute muscles, gluteus maximus, medius, and minimus. Um, All sound like Greek god names. They're not. Uh, the maximus, that's the big one. That's the one that has a big chunk of the meat. That's the one that makes your butt look big or small or whatever. So that's the one we're going to be focusing on. The gluteus maximus is primarily, uh, its its primary function is uh, thigh extension. So bringing your, your thigh back behind you, that's what that glute is there for. Uh, and then your other smaller muscles, the gluteus medius and minimus, those things are involved with other movements like... Um, abduction, so taking your, your leg away from your body, as well as uh, uh, hip internal rotation. It's a little bit, they're both a little bit involved in that as well. But those muscles aren't going to uh, have too much of an influence on what your butt looks like um, from, a, from a, a big picture here. That, that big full round look you're looking for, that is going to be um, glute maximus, gluteus maximus. So we're going to focus on what we need to do to build that and make that a little bit bigger. So uh, the first thing that we need to go through when it comes to this is uh, the proper exercises. If you're to download any sort of stupid plan off the internet, 
uh, or look at some program that some Insta fit chick wrote on her Instagram story. Guaranteed, nine times out of ten, it says uh, five sets of donkey kicks, 25 reps each side, five sets of single leg deadlifts, 25 reps each side. It's all this um, single leg stuff, which is good. Um, all this single leg stuff, very high reps, uh, and, and, and there's a lack of focus on big movements. Now, don't get me wrong. Those movements are not bad movements at all. Donkey kicks, um, lunges, those are all great movements for sure, but they don't have, the problem with those exercises is that their room for potential or the room for growth in the glute from those exercises is very small. There's not a lot of room for growth there, mostly because uh, some of them, for example, the, the donkey kickback is mostly going to be a single joint movement, and so that joint can't handle the same amount of uh, volume and, and uh, weight that a compound movement would, like a squat. So it's important that we are doing the proper exercises when it comes to building the glutes and building a good foundation. Those exercises that need to be your foundation that you need to rely on to build the glutes are going to be things like your barbell squat, your dumbbell squat, goblet squat, any sort of squat movement, any sort of lunge, Bulgarian split squat where you have your back leg up on a bench. Um, deadlifts are going to be a great movement if you're doing those properly um, to activate those glutes. Single leg deadlifts. Uh, any sort of hip thruster. So if you're doing a glute bridge in the floor, you're doing a hip thruster with a barbell on your bat, on your hips. Excuse me. Anything like that is going to uh, play a major role in in building those glutes. Basically, anything where you are uh, extending your thigh, so bringing your thigh backward uh, by using your glute. Any sort of movement like that is going to be very helpful. But the main ones that are going to help are those big compound movements, specifically. Specifically, uh, barbell squats and uh, deadlifts. Those are going to be two major um, butt-building work uh, exercises. Some hip thrusts as well. But squats, deadlifts are, are major, major key. They are major. So make sure you're doing the proper exercises. And another thing, second factor that I think is overlooked a lot is uh, the amount of times that you train that muscle group per week. So if workout frequency... I think a lot of these, what happens is uh, with, with these workouts that you see, it's a lot of volume all at once, and so you get super sore, and then your protein synthesis in that muscle group or whatever you, whatever you want to call it, uh, your protein synthesis in general goes down after about 48 to 72 hours, and you're not building muscle anymore, and we don't want to be in that state. We want to keep protein synthesis elevated um, for as long as we possibly can, and studies show us that that is beneficial. If we take, let's just say we have 10,000 pounds of volume, volume is weights times sets times reps. Let's say we have 10,000 pounds of volume on your glutes for one workout. Uh, studies are showing us that it is more effective, that we're going to get more growth and more benefit if we spread that volume throughout uh, two or three sessions in the week, as opposed to just doing it once and then waiting till next Friday um, to do it again. So frequency is very important. With those compound movements, those squats and those deadlifts, those hip thrusters, whatever you're doing, try to repeat those times, uh, or repeat those times, repeat those exercises or that workout, whatever it may be, multiple times per week. Oh, I got my text, my text ding on. Ding. See if we can get that off. I don't know if it's off. I think it is. Um, so yeah, frequency is extremely important there. We don't want to just do one workout and wait till uh, the next week. It's not going to be beneficial. Uh, at least I should say it's it's not going to be as beneficial. You'll get more out of it if you repeat 
um, those movements and spread your volume out throughout the week. So workout frequency is key. Try to hit those glutes two to three times a week, definitely two at the start. And then after that, the third point I want to bring up is going kind of, it's kind of going back to the first one, but it's a matter of doing these exercises properly. It's one thing if you do a barbell squat and, you know, uh, a deadlift and a split squat and a lunge. If you, it, It's great if you do all of those things. But if you don't have the right, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, if you don't have the right recruitment patterns, if you don't have the right recruitment patterns and you don't know how to necessarily um, activate, so to speak, those muscle groups, those glutes, in order to help you perform the movement, it's not going to do you any good. Let's say, for example, you do barbell squats, but you are very quad dominant it's not going to be very beneficial for you if you just keep doing those squats when the quads are getting a majority of the work. So what you might want to do is prime those glutes beforehand. Prime just means warm them up. It's just a fancy word for warm up. Um, activate those glutes so you have a mind-muscle connection with those glutes and so that you can feel them working and activating in your squat and your deadlift, especially in your deadlift. That way your lower back isn't doing um, any of the work. But that is, that is extremely important. Just doing the exercises is one thing, but knowing how to, to have your mind command certain muscles in order to allow you to do those exercises is a whole different thing. And that's where you see major change with that mind-muscle connection. So it's very important that you are activating those glutes during those movements. If you're not feeling your glutes working, you're not feeling those hips push through, you're feeling very quad-focused, it's time to go back and address why that might be. Maybe you need to activate your glutes better beforehand. Maybe um, you have some sort of pelvis issue. Maybe there's something else going on. Whatever it is, it needs to be addressed because doing the proper exercises, like I said, is one thing, but doing them uh, with the ability to command your glutes to do a mo majority of the work is a whole other animal, and you will see uh, much, much greater uh, or far greater results because of that. Another thing going along with doing the exercises properly is lifting heavy weight. Earlier uh, in this episode, I mentioned that those those high rep um, those high rep lower weight movements are they can help, but they should be treated as like the the sprinkles you put on your ice cream when you feel like it every once in a while. Not something that you rely on. It's not the main ice cream that you put in your cone or cup. That's not how it works. Those big compound movements are going to be your ice cream. Everything else after that are going to be they're going to be sprinkles. So. It's important that when you're doing those lifts that you're moving heavy weight. And what I mean is um, weight where you can where you can be at a, I don't know, 7 to 9 rating of perceived exertion uh, for um, anywhere from, I would, I mean, I would even argue, you know, 6 to 12 reps, 6 to maybe 15 reps. 15 is really high. But 6 to 12 reps is where you'd want to be. I think a lot of girls, um, I'm just speaking to girls a little bit more specifically here because girls tend to focus on building their butt. But I believe that a lot of girls tend to um, stay in those higher rep ranges because they feel that lifting anything below 12 reps is going to make them look like a guy. Uh, well, lifting anything below 12 reps is actually going to make your butt look bigger. So you might want to revisit that, that thought process. Uh, it's very important that you are moving heavy weight, lower amount of reps. If you've never been that low before, try it. I can almost guarantee that if you're activ activating your glutes, you will see some significant change. Do some strength work, work in the six rep, six rep range, eight rep range, three rep range. I mean, really challenge your body's strength and your glutes' ability to make a movement happen. Uh, if you introduce that new stimulus to your body, you will see change. So it's important that you're using um, heavy weight there. Oh, 
one thing I breezed over, the RPE thing. If you don't know what that means, that's just rating of perceived exertion. Uh, so the scale that I like to use is a RPE scale from 1 to 10. And if you were just to flip numbers on its head on the other side of a, of a table, if you were to imagine a table, uh, an RPE of 1 means that you can do 10 more reps until you get to failure. Uh, an RPE of 2 means you can do 9 more reps to get to failure, so on and so forth. But what I tell most people is that a good place where you want to live is um, reaching, finishing your set with uh, about 1 to 3 reps short of failure, depending on what set it is. You really want to make sure you push yourself. And I'm not talking about um, fatigue. I'm not talking about feeling tired. I'm talking about you go down You go down for a squat and you finish that last rep and you know for a fact you could only get one more after that and that is it. You know for a fact. You've pushed yourself there before. You understand that. It's not so much like, oh, it burns. I'm going to stop because that's not – no, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, but you also, like I said, you don't want to go to complete failure as well. That's going to fry your central nervous system. It's not going to be good for your body and it's not something that you can repeat and sustain. So you want to flirt with it a little bit. Um, be an RPE of, of seven to nine, maybe, um, where you are, you're stopping your, your reps and your set one to three reps short of failure. Excuse me. almost thought I had a burp coming, but it didn't happen. Uh, so yeah, doing the exercises properly, heavy weights, and then making, making sure that you really activate your glutes and, and, uh, other muscle groups aren't taking over. You're really using that glute max to make that movement happen. And then lastly, you guys have to remember that genetics play a role in this. Uh, it, it's just the way it is. It's super sucky, I know. But um, just because you have a flat pancake butt um, genetic, whatever you want to call it, makeup to you, that does not mean you can't work to make it bigger. Will you look the same one day as someone who was born with a sit a tray of food or sit a cup on your shelf on the shelf butt that has also worked hard? Yeah, probably not. You're probably not going to get to that same place because genetics do play a role. But like I said, by no means uh, does that mean that you can't significantly significantly improve the strength and the look of your um, glutes. So just remember that genetics do play a role. Don't be extremely discouraged when you see someone walking around with a shelf booty that they were probably born with. Uh, don't be discouraged. Just keep track of your own progress and understand that it's it's a stepping, uh, you're, you're just doing stepping stones. You're just taking walks. Gosh, I cannot talk today. You're taking steps on stepping stones and you're just going one step uh, at a time. Keep track of your own progress. Focus on yourself. Make sure you're improving yourself and yourself only each and every day. Don't spend energy um, don't don't waste energy looking at other people and wondering why you're not there. That's not going to help you out. Focus on what you can do today, this week, to be better um, and to grow. So genetics genetics do play a role. It's just a fact of life, and you're going to have to work with it. You might um, be in a situation where you have to work more to build those glutes. You might be in a situation where you have to work a little bit less. That's just the way it is, guys. So the, going back, kind of recapping everything Make sure that you are performing the proper exercises. The big compound lifts are the foundation of your glute building. And then the other stuff like the donkey kicks, um, the flutters, the, the prone cobras, the supermans, whatever they are, those are the sprinkles on top that you add every once in a while just to get a little extra oomph. But you need to be doing those big compound movements while making sure that your glutes are being activated and you're using those glutes to perform um, that movement. You should feel those glutes working. And if not, 
go back to square one, readdress and figure out what is going on there. And then make sure you're lifting heavy weight as well. Quit it with that 25, 30 rep crap. Go down below 12. I freaking dare you. Go to six reps, go to five reps, go to eight reps. Challenge yourself with that heavy weight. I am telling you right now, if you activate your glutes, do the movement properly and work heavy weight, you will see significant change in your glutes. And make sure you're doing those things frequently. Okay, the balance is having enough frequency to where you can repeat it a couple times, maybe three times a week um, without overtraining and getting too sore. So you find that balance, spread your volume out throughout the week. Maybe instead of doing uh, one workout where you have six glute exercises, maybe uh, you just do three different workouts throughout the week and you have two exercises in each one and you're pushing yourself hard in each one. I guarantee you, you'll see more results that way. Um, so make sure you're incorporating those things and then don't forget genetics do play a role. If you're someone that is in an unfortunate situation and you need to work harder to build those glutes, suck it up, buttercup. It's the way it is. Make it happen. You're the one that's in control. You're the one that can make the change. So go ahead and do it. So there's your answer on how to properly get a Kardashian butt. Just kidding. That's not the answer. That's the answer on how to get a natural butt that actually looks good and not like you just put a bunch of walrus fat back there. So, but if you do want a Kardashian butt, implants is the way to go. So that's all I have for you guys today. I uh, hope you enjoyed this glorious glute episode. If if you know someone that would appreciate the content in this episode, um, that would that you feel they would get something out of it, go ahead and share that with them. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Uh, just spread the love, guys, by sharing the episode when you find something, uh, sharing the episode with, that you find valuable. So just spread the love, guys. You can share that on your Instagram story, share it on Facebook. You can share it on whatever the heck you want over text message. It don't even matter. You can text your friend and say, hey, girl. This is how you're supposed to get a Kardashian bat. Not that you talk like that. If you're offended by that, I'm sorry, but not really. I thought it was kind of funny. Anyway, so that's all I have for you guys today. Um, that's it. Yeah, and then make sure you ins- visit the Instagram page, my Instagram page, Adam underscore Pullman Fit, to uh, submit your questions on my Instagram story. Like I said, a couple of times per week, I will post a question box on there for health, fitness, nutrition question. And that's your place where you can submit a question that um, will be answered on the podcast. So Adam underscore Pullman Fit. Give me a follow. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.